Hey guys, welcome back to the Real Revival Podcast. I'm Kaylee, if you're new. Um, and this is Jesus, my guest. Or, really, am I his guest? No, I'm his daughter. Not the point of the podcast. Welcome back. Um, so this is gonna be the last episode before I, like, I guess announce that this podcast, like, exists. I've had this going for a few months before the other podcast I had came out. Um, I don't remember I explained this in the last one, but that's all I'm going to say for now, um, because it's not the point. And I don't want this to be, like, a really long podcast. Um, but yeah, I want to talk about a specific topic today that I hadn't planned to talk about because it was something I struggled with, and I, I wanted to know more about it before I talked about it, but I also think that I've learned a lot about it in the past week, and I think that because of how crazy, like, how everything's kind of falling into place with this topic, and, like, things I'm learning, and how often it's brought up in the last few weeks, I feel like it's, pro- like, a perfect time to do it, um, because it's something so big in my life, and something I'm really experiencing right now, um, But yeah, it's basically comparison and people's opinions of us and um, our reliance on those opinions and that reliance on other people's acceptance of us. And um, yeah, so I think I'm going to just jump right in and say I think that, no, I am a shy person. Uh, When it comes to meeting new people, I cannot talk to somebody. I cannot start a conversation with someone doesn't matter if I know you if I'm not close to you and we haven't talked we don't talk on the regular I'm not starting that conversation I can't I'm sorry um I am too scared uh I have terrible social anxiety uh and I will not start the conversation uh and I cannot hold the conversation with you not because you're boring not because I'm boring I think I'm a great person and I think a lot of people I talk to are great people Or a lot of the people I want to talk to are great people. And the people who talk to me that I can't hold a conversation with are great people. I just cannot. Like, my mind blanks. And that's it. I'm I'm sorry I can't. I can't talk to you. Um, But I think a lot of that comes from the thought that, like, if if I say something right now, or if I say what I'm thinking... Or, I don't know, say, for example, a joke I'm thinking or something funny that I'm thinking or just a thought that I had and I say it that people are going to be like, what a weirdo. Like, why are you saying that? I don't care. You're not funny. You're not this. You're not cool. You're not, uh, I don't know. You're not someone I want to be friends with. And that is, for some reason to me, much worse than just not knowing I guess it's kind of like if you were to ask someone out, like, a lot of the time not knowing is better than the rejection. Um, because then you can still think about, like, it's a possibility. And with that rejection, it's no longer a possibility. And the thing is, we shouldn't care about what other people's opinions are of us. And the only opinion we should care about is God's. And before I get, I dive too deep into that, I want to explain some things that have happened recently that I think are, like, really crazy. 
Um, this is, again, something I've struggled with my whole life. Uh, but I've been really sick and tired of it recently, and I've been trying to break out of this shell, and I think I've been doing really well, but I still have that thought all the time that stops me from doing a lot of things I really want to do. That, like, people are going to think I'm weird. People aren't, people aren't going to like me. And people are going to think this about me, or think I'm a loser, or I'm going to embarrass myself, uh, for example, I was going to the store the other day, and it's a store where it's usually only one worker is working, and nobody else is usually in there, and if there is, it's like one other person, two other people, it's a little a little boutique, and I had been going there a lot recently because of Christmas time, and there was a lot of sales going on, um, but yeah, I'd been going a lot recently, and I was like, I'm going to walk in there, and they're going to think I'm a crazy psychopath, because I go here so often, and they're going to remember me, and it's going to be embarrassing, and I, they're going to be laughing at me, and I'm not going to know it, or they're going to think crazy things of me, and I'm not going to know it, and I walked in there, I did end up going in there, but in my mind, I was like, I shouldn't care about what their opinions are, I really don't care, the only opinion that I care about is God's because his opinion is the only one I should care about. And um, I went to Winter Jam this past weekend. And Lecrae was there and he had a shirt that he was selling. And it said, if you live for people's acceptance, you'll die from their rejection. And I just think that was the most amazing like saying ever. Because... If we live for the people's acceptance, if all we do is think about what other people think of us, we will ultimately never really live because we're stuck in this like comfort zone that we have um, and never experience new things that we were too scared to try. And not only this is um, it will like break us down so much. That we won't be able to even have that motivation to try new things. And um, I definitely went through that last year uh, with especially my uh, church youth. I was way too scared to try anything or and talk to new people. That like I ended up missing out on so much. And now I'm struggling now to like build up those relationships I guess and really become part of that uh group because I missed out on some big moments uh that I'm going to have to uh try and that I am trying to start to be a part of now because I didn't the year before and um Speaking of church and youth, uh, we have been talking about, the lesson's basically about comparison. Not exactly comparison, but other people's opinions of us and uh, knowing that the only opinion that really matters is God's. And uh, Yeah, but basically the lesson last night was, there's no, was basically... I don't know, I can't, I've already done this podcast once, but my computer died. 
So I'm trying to uh, rack my brain on how I did it last time. So sorry if this has kind of jumped around. But um, basically, we have these thoughts of us thinking that we're not enough. And um, there are like these socially acceptable standards that we see around us and we hear and we know about um, that we just don't think we fit into that. And that we're just not enough to be a part of this community or really whatever you're striving to be in. You don't think you're enough because you don't fit the standards that there are. Or you don't fit people's opinions of um, who you should be. And you just don't think you're enough. But the thing is there is no such thing as enough. And... I think that's like the the reason because there's all the the standards are always changing and what was enough one day is not enough anymore the next week or something or the next month the next year and so I feel like it's never we're never going to be enough for other people because one person's enough is not another person's enough um but yeah, in the end, God stays the same, and God says we are enough, and so because God says we are enough, we are enough, and he loves us because we are valuable, and again, we are enough, um, and the biggest thing I took out of that lesson was don't listen to people, listen to God, his opinion is the only one that matters, and like I said earlier, that if you live for people's acceptance, you'll die from their rejection. And that's what I've been telling myself over and over and over again is people's opinion don't matter. The worker's opinion at the store I went to, that doesn't matter. I went to Chick-fil-A the other day. I was nervous they were going to think I'm a, also a crazy person for going there all the time. And if they recognized me, they were going to be like, oh, she's always here. She has a Chick-fil-A problem. Listen, I'm paying you. I'm getting Chick-fil-A uh, you're getting paid, and honestly, your opinion doesn't matter, God's does, and that's what I've been telling myself, and I think that's really been helping, especially in, uh, uh, social situations, I feel like I've been opening up a lot more, or I guess not opening up a lot more, but really getting out of, uh, my shell and my comfort zone, (sighs) that I had because I'm starting to realize that who cares about their opinion if they don't like me that's their problem and they were never meant to be in my life um but you know what God is always there he's always in my life and he always says I'm enough and he always he he always he will always love me he will always tell me tell me I'm valuable he will always say I'm enough and um there's never nothing I can do that could make him love me any less. And I think that's something else I want to talk about. There's a song called Anymore by Kane, who was also at Winter Jam, but not to brag, I heard the song before. Um, your, wor- your life's worth dying for. Take a look at the cross, then you'll know it for sure. I couldn't love you any more than I do right now. So good. I've been listening to that song on repeat 
all like for months well it came out like in december but like maybe november i don't know somewhere around that time that album came out jesus music so good made for heaven um wings what would jesus do so good so many good songs windows down i could go on and on um but that is not the point of this podcast today um but yeah i have a few verses that i want to share um so if the first one is john 13 13 through 17 it says you call me teacher and lord and you are speaking rightly since it is what i am so if i your lord and teacher have washed your feet you also ought to wash one another's feet for i have given you an example that you also should do just as i have done for you truly i tell you a servant is not greater than his master a messenger is not greater than the one who sent him if you know these things you are blessed if you do them basically jesus is our example that's what i can tell you what that means um so if i your lord and teacher have washed your feet you ought you also ought to have washed one another's feet for i have given you example that you should do as i have just done for you um yeah uh follow jesus's example because again that's our goal in life uh basically be saved add followers uh to his kingdom uh and strive to be more like him and yeah because that also helps add followers because people are like wow this is a great person i like how are you living this like such i don't know no, I wouldn't say a good life. Yeah, we live a good life when we have God. And I'm not saying that sin won't happen and and struggles won't happen, but like life is so much better with God. Anyway, um, Romans twelve. Yeah, Romans twelve two is do not be conformed by this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may discern what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. Now. I had a really good explanation when I first read this in the first podcast. Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your... No, I'm going to start. Do not be conformed by this age. Um, basically, don't let other people's opinions, other people's thoughts on what you should be doing, the world's thoughts on what you should be doing, how you should be acting, how you should look, um, and how you should live, change who you are, and um, pull you away from God. But... Be, be be transformed by the renewing of your mind. When you're saved, you have this process um, as you continue to follow and grow in your relationship with God and strive to be more like God. You start to gain qualities that Jesus has or, yeah, has. And um, that's the ultimate goal. Uh, be saved. Add followers to the kingdom. Be more like God. Um, and those sins that you once wanted to do or didn't care that you were doing, um, and didn't think twice about start to become less and less fun. Let you start to care way, way more. And you start to have remorse for doing these things. And you, you get to a point where it's like, I don't even want to do this because I don't want to have that feeling of guiltiness or or sadness or just feeling like 
gross because you did it. And um, I just think that is so cool because it's like a proof that God exists. Like you're changing as a person. You're becoming what the Bible literally says Jesus was like and, and what the Bible literally says. Like once you're saved and you follow God, you will start to gain those qualities. And it's like, wow that's actually happening. I'm actually changing. God's actually changing me. Oh my gosh, he's real. So I just think that's cool. So that you may discern what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. Obviously, again, that sin starts to become less fun. Um, You realize that it's not good to do, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to repeat myself Um, just because I could do that over and over again and not realize um first corinthians 11 1 imitate me as i also imitate christ uh that's pretty uh, straightforward <laughs> anyway <laughs> ephesians 4 through 24 says to take to take off your former way of life, the old self that is corrupted by deceitful desires, to be renewed in the spirits of your mind and to be put on the new self, the new, the one created according to God's likeness and righteousness and purity of the truth. Again, what I just said was, um, I basically just said this in my own words. Uh, again, uh, stray away from that sinful path that you were on and those sins that you struggled with um you throw away your old life you get saved you're made new um and yeah you're made new and you you start to not want to commit those sins anymore and then we have ephesians 5 1 through 2 Therefore, be imitators of God as dearly loved children and walk in love as Christ also loved us and gave himself for us, a sacrificial and fragrant offering to God. And I think this is such a interesting verse because you see it everywhere and it kind of becomes like that kind of same vibe that like live, laugh, love gives you the like saying that your parent, like everybody's parents like hangs up in their house or like in my house will praise the Lord and these are all great things to put up, like, great messages, but it does give off that vibe where, like, it's like, okay, everybody's doing this, um, and it kind of becomes, like, a joke, and I think once you get past that thought of it being so overused and, um, I guess kind of funny, um, that, verse is so powerful and it has so much weight because we're we should love how God loves um we should love as Christ also loved us that's usually what it says or love as Christ loved us and he gave himself for us a sacrificial and fragrant offering to God so yep I encourage you to try to view that differently if you also kind of view it as like uh it's very overused kind of I don't know how to explain it 
Anyway, <laughs> Philippians 2, 5 through 11 uh, say, adopt the same attitude. Oh, I love this one. It is so good. I just feel it down in my heart every time I read it. Anyway, adopt the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus, who, existing in the form of God, did not consider equality with God as something to be exploited. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant, taking on the likeness of humanity. And when he had come as man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even to death on a cross. For this reason, God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that the name of Jesus every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue will confess that Jesus Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. But yeah, this is something I I really want to talk about. I have something else um, that I want to share that goes along with this. It's this TikTok that says, Comparing your sins to other people's to make yourself feel better is like being proud that you put a slightly different nail into the wrist of Jesus. That stabbed me right in the heart. I was like, I do that. I do that a lot. Um, I think that This is something I really struggle with, and it's not good that I struggle with that, especially after I saw that. It really hit home. Um, I think I see people doing other things, and especially, like, as someone who doesn't go out and, like, party and drink and smoke and do these partying things that teenagers will do, I often do see myself being like, I'm kind of better. Like, not in, like, a, I'm a, I'm the best. I'm better than you, you know, like, mean girl kind of way. Um, not like that, but, like, I'm making better decisions than you. And it kind of gives me the mindset that, like, I am better than you. And I've talked to my mom, I've joked around about this, I've said this to her, like, not to sound prideful, but, like, I'm better than this person because I'm not doing what they're doing. But, like, you think about it that Jesus sees all the sin as the same. Like, just a simple lie that we all do all the time is the same as something, like, someone going out and drinking and partying all night. And in the end, that like, we're all sinning. We're all sinners. We're all, we all need God. Um, and I think that this is so, like, related to this because God came down here. He's experienced everything that we experienced, and he's just so much, like, better than us and so, like, perfect. He experienced the human emotions, the human struggles, and and yet he struggled with it, but he continued to follow Christ and, um... And, and just continuously, um, glorify God and then in the end pay the ultimate sacrifice and play, uh, die the most terrible death. Um, and then uh, raise three days later and that's like four million times worse than what we go through in our day to day life. Um, and he like still continuously followed God like to a perfect T 
over us. Like, we sin 24-7, and he didn't. And it's like, we brag about that, and we brag about how we're better than people, and how we, how we act better than people, and we're, we're more behaved, I guess, people than others, and God, Jesus literally, like, was a million times better than us, and dealt with it with humility, and went through way worse struggles than we do, and way bigger temptations than we do, like, I just think that is so amazing, and shows, like, how amazing God is. Anyway, I don't know what I've said in this one and what I said in the other one, but I'm going to move on. First Peter, I wrote this one wrong. First Peter 2.21, it says, For you were called to this because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. Again, God paid the ultimate sacrifice. Jesus paid the ultimate sacrifice. He came down to earth. He did it all in humility again. And he's our example. We should follow in his footsteps. We should strive to be more like God. Um, And we can't do that if we're constantly worrying about what other people think of us. Because that will pull us into that worldly perspective. Um, And kind of lead us into that worldly like way of living I guess anyway and the last verse I have is 1st John 2 6 which says the one who says he remains in him should walk just as he walked again if we claim to be saved followers of God um and you know yeah, followers of Jesus. Oh. Um, we should be trying to live more like him. Uh, but yeah. God says we're enough. Don't worry about what other people think of you because uh, constantly worrying about what other people think of you will destroy you and it will break you down and you won't live. You won't live that life that God has for you um, and that God has planned for you. And in the end, God's opinion is the only one that matters. Uh, continue to be more like him and he, he to strive to be more like him. Uh, do Bible study, be in your Bible, um, go to church, worship, you know, all the stuff that glorifies God. And he will lead you down the right path. And he will tell you what is right, and he will take the people who uh, aren't supposed to be in your life out of it, and he will add people in your life that are supposed to be in it, and um, they will encourage you, and you won't have to worry about, you know, other people's opinions of you because you have this life that God has given you. And not that getting saved and and having that change, the changes and, like, the changes that God... Um, like as he starts working in you uh you won't sin or you won't um go through struggles you definitely will but you'll have that support from Jesus to help you through that and have that hope 
that you're going to get through it and that um, knowing that like eventually this will be over because you have God and he wins every war, every fight. But yeah, that is basically it. Um, yeah, main point again, other people's opinions don't matter. God, only God's does. So, you can't live for people's acceptance. Uh, anyway, I hope you guys got something out of that. Uh, anyway, I don't really have anything else to say, so I hope you enjoyed, and I will see you in the next episode. Goodbye.